Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me and now I am much older there's a place I want to be it's red faucet is beautiful it's steeped in history and I know what I'll find when the place comes to life I got that battle fever coming over me and I got Setbacks in Sweden, nobody likes them, especially no when it when it's followed by disappointment in Dundee. No, we need glory and govern to make sure that the Rangers go through in the by alliteration there. Make sure the Rangers go through. What was it, Chucks? There, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fucking Eurovision or something. He was talking about <laughs> glory and govern. <laughs> <laughs> <That> Chucks, <church> wow! <laughs> what would Jesus do? 
<laughs> the message is simple ahead of tomorrow. Just win. Just win and get through any means necessary. Doesn't matter how we play. Just make sure we win and get through in the Champions League, through the playoff, and hopefully um, we can make our way to the group stages of the Champions League once more, where we deserve to be, of course. Action Pack Show this evening. And as usual, joining me in the studio is Mr. Paul Sees. Good evening. Good evening, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good. Baz Bowski, here again. He's here again, mate. Uh, we're second home in the, the old Battle Fever podcast studio, courtesy of G4 Claims. And it's always good to be here, mate. It's always good to be here. Good, mate. And also remote, donning a fantastic retro shirt. We have Gio and Narnan. How you doing, mate? <laughs> All good, mate. All good. We bit, we bit chesty. We bit bunged up. I went for a COVID test today. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do a live revenge during the week, sure, will we? <laughs> yes, tune in to our Patreon tomorrow to see if Gio has COVID. <laughs> Start the crowdfunding afterwards. Eh? Exactly, mate. Eh? We're feeling good. Looking good. Feeling good, mate. And all the way from Swindon, we have Mr. Snagsy. Good evening. How are we doing? Not bad, mate, yourself? Oh, amazing. I've had my dinner. Uh, so to the disappointment of all the pod viewers that were hoping to see what I was eating, unfortunately, it's gone. Doing the hatch, it was curry, chicken madras. <laughs> good, 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 good. This show this evening is brought to you by two or two sponsors, as you can see behind Baz there, G4 Claims. Um, we're in G4 Claims HQ, which we are calling Battlefield Podcast HQ. And we are also sponsored by KGM Printing. Um, we couldn't actually do the show without the two. Um, companies because they're tremendous and behind Snagsy there we're also sponsored by El Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> shout out like, vamos screaming he's fucking pouring beard in my neck like the retouch stop it I can get a rest <laughs> <laughs> and welcome everybody in the chat who's watching us this evening because we can see already there's quite a few people there um, familiar names and new names galore which is good so even the Andrew Bluebells Alberts Jay Pedro, I can't get through everybody, can't I know? Um, Jay's seen how sexy Baz's shirt is. Thank you. It is a, a very sexy shirt. I totally agree. <laughs> I even done my Marks and Spencer's voice there. <laughs> this isn't just any old shirt. And, and Callum says, I hate that away top. <laughs> and boom! Never been in. Fucking boom! <laughs> um, Heather's saying that she can still hear the music. I know it's just I had it faded in the in the background. That was all. Didn't need to like it. Okay, I'll not do it next week. <laughs> it's, it's discombobulating. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, action Pack show this evening. Joining us again is um, I know. Hold on, wait, Kathy, you've got a point there. I look as though I'm wearing the castor vest range. Yeah. Better never has sleeves. <laughs> Flesh. What a piss that is. It's the lighting. We've tried for weeks Listen, to try and sort this out. Don't give them any ideas. If anybody from Castor watches that, they'll be like, hmm, a vest range. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll all buy it. That's the thing. We'll all buy it. Well, Snags, they will. <laughs> no, I don't like sleeveless policies, I don't know. Well, obviously, it'll be for the it'll be for the Rangers' dads who do barbecues. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> the string one. <laughs> um, Action Pack Show, we have Lucas... Sjordberg, I don't know if that's how you say his name, I'm just guessing, but that's how I say it. Um, he's going to join us this evening. He is uh, a Swedish journalist 
who is a Malmo fan um, and will begin as the inside info in the Malmo camp. Last week when he left the pod, and I said this on our on our thing, we, um, I said this on our Patreon preview we had before uh, we went live, I did say that I was a wee bit shite towards him last week by no saying we wish him all the best. I didn't like when he left because I hoped that his team get beaten. We ended up getting beat. So I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to be nice this week. I'm going to say, listen, wish your team all the best tomorrow night. Reverse he's psychology. Mad. He's fucking bad luck. I like him to be on. Bad, bad karma. That's what it is. It got with last week and, and that's us. So, so it's your fault, basically. Correct. I'll right. take the blame. Right. I'm <laughs> no, take one for the team. I'm not doing it. <laughs> this, week, this week I will be saying to the dude, all the best, mate, as he leaves. Hope he's get pumped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get him on. Uh, and we're going to look back at wee bits in the game last week and then get our thoughts on what's required tomorrow to get past the mob for Sweden. Mm. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Yes? Yep. Oh, sorry, I thought we were just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The wall yeah. agrees as well. Yeah, the wall agrees, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <brilliant. laughs> so, Gio, yes, my early man. days, obviously, mate. We, we on the way over to the studio today, I was listening to a couple of things on YouTube um, through the car, and I was telling Paul sees it jumped on every Saturday. We follow now the Rangers version that they've released. Um, and when I came into the studio, I was I could fucking two foot in to be quite honest with you. I was pumped, I was ready to go. If that unit had been for IKEA, no specially made, it was getting fucked. Out the door. <laughs> um, are we getting that feeling, me? The battle fever, as we say, is is on and it's on strong. Certainly for me, anyway. Uh, do you know what, mate? I was thinking about it. Um, obviously, how disappointed we all were, and we're all chatting in the in the in the WhatsApp group and stuff about how gutter we were, and it, it just we haven't felt like that in so long. We just haven't felt like that in so long. I think the the only thing for me was, mate, that that obviously Diego popped up in the the, the Belfast Pierlo. Um, popped up in the last minute and 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 stuck one in to save us a wee bit, but I think that gave the players a massive lift and it gave us a massive lift as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm starting. I could see is I think we need a big reaction. I think we need. Um, I think they needed a bit of a kick up the balls, and I think if if you know if the weekend was anything to go by, they'll have got that, mate. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. I, I have, I've missed. You know the food, the food crowd, the food crowd at home. I've missed that noise, I've missed that roar, and obviously I won't get it this end from the TV. But I'm sure it's going to be sensational anyway. And just that, this that we sort of tingle you get a couple of minutes before kickoff, and then that roar comes. I think the players will get it too. Well, Paul, we'll be there tomorrow, mate. Hi. We were there at Livingston. The roar was incredible. Mm. Um, against Livingston, you're going to now double that and then some. <laughs> yeah, aren't you? Oh, I. I can't. I, 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 I well, yeah. As Gio said, he's excited about it, and he's not even going to be there. Um, I should say we're going to, I'm going to get the match tomorrow. Yeah, but it's not me. It's not me. I don't think there's anyone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's not got COVID yet. Yeah. Well, Gio will be there, but COVID provide. Um, yeah. So I think it's going to be it's going to be electric tomorrow, and I am. I should say I'm pumped for it. I'm excited. I can't. I cannot wait for it. Um, and hopefully. That the crowd can just keep that sort of positive energy going. We don't want them getting turning on the team if things start to go badly wrong. You know, if we got go, God forbid, you know, we start to lose an early goal or something, because that's the last thing the players are going to need. A full house, kind of, you know, 
getting all oh, groans and moans and the usual for fuck's sake tabs. Don't want that tomorrow. Fuck's sake, Paul, you're bringing me down. You're I don't want that tomorrow. We don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want that. Let's go and bring out you. Don't Jesus. want it. Positivity, Paul. We don't want to talk about the, the negative I'm getting shit. to that. Bloody hell. Jesus, mate. Everybody was in a good mood when started saying that. Fucking. <laughs> let's keep the positivity up. That's not going to happen. The point of matter I was going to try and make is once the crowd gets Behind going, the team, yeah, I think there's going to be no well. stopping us. That's right, Paul. No stopping us. We're going to be absolutely sensational. I'm glad we sorted that out, Paul, because I, I honestly felt the mood was starting to just drain right out me there a wee second ago. We're going to go in there, back the team 100%. There might be a wee bit of nerves, but we're going to get out of it. Everybody will be happy. The team will get going. They'll have the same energy we've got, and then they're going to fuck this mob, and then we're going to go through it the next round. That's what's happening. None of this, oh, God forbid, we lose an early goal, and then everybody starts stabbing each other. And, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Let's keep the energy up. Let's keep positive, positive vibes, Paul. Somebody's fucked about my buttons. Thank God you changed that one. I know. <laughs> Listen, there is a Celtic podcast that does a pod, there's obviously their pod from in here as well. And this top right hand button here, guys, had a Celtic tune on it. Now I feel as though that was trying to take the piss out of us. Failed. Miserably failed. So what I did was I phoned the studio manager and I fucking grasped. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm not having this. It's not on. And I changed it to a Rangers tune because <laughs> I'm petty. And then I changed all the colours of the buttons to red, white, and blue because I'm doubly petty. Seems, seems, fit, seems fair enough. Seems fair enough. Um, what I was supposed to be, Buzz, was that. I, I prefer the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the other one is. Who wants to be on there? So it is. I don't know I why. Thought, but I thought it was a start of we like Baz's game show, Positivity Bingo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting involved. I was getting ready. <laughs> I started getting involved. Positivity Bingo, but policy's lost straight away. Let's fucking put that yeah, in there. Yeah, the van. Fucking nuts, man. Um, I so I was going to say after Paul has had his, his rant, I was going to come to Snagsy and say, so Snagsy, where did we lose it last week? But I won't, because that's continuing with a negative vibe. So I'll bring it round to... We have to we need to Snagsy, improve. where can we win it tomorrow night? Well, Scott, let me tell you this. Um, I think where we need to win it is, is like the guys have pointed out, you know, it's it's about using the crowd's energy to to spur you on, which is something that's that's clearly been lacking. Um, at the weekend, for example, but uh, we'll, I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, that's literally it, and it's about you know being confident in what we're doing, playing playing to our strengths, and seeing out our instructions, and making sure that we perform our roles to absolute perfection. We've done it before; we can do it again. And I fully believe this team has it in them to to get you know get past Malmo tomorrow night and into the next round. No. Here's, uh, I like that, Laney, thanks very much. That is extra staunch points. Um, David, I agree with us completely. It's great to see the smiles on our faces. Obviously, we didn't have a great result of the weekend. But listen, we have usually played four or five European qualifiers when we competitive football against decent teams like Mitchelland, Maribor, Galatasaray, etc., etc. We've not got that this year because we won the league at Akanta and we entered the Champions League at a later stage. The players are inevitably showing some rustiness, of course. Um, but listen, it'll get there. The only thing is we have to find out how to win until it comes. 
you know what I mean? Until the, the flow in football starts to... You know, it's more on the final third. When we get to the final third, we, we're lacking a wee bit of... The killer pass, the quality in the final third isn't there, Baz, let's face it. Once that comes, mate, teams will be... You know, we'll go back to the white list, three, four, five, nothing. That's, they're too, we're too good, naughty. Do you know what I mean? It's just managing, like, Saturday, getting to... You know, get out of the line when you're no playing as well and you're rusty, as we are showing that. That's what makes champions the ability yeah. to win games when you're not playing at your best. Now, as we, we all seen the game, you know, they, they, kind, they kind of set up very defensively and there was two minutes of madness. Now, the problem is at this level, the two minutes of madness, you'll get away with that in the SPFL. You're not going to get away with that in the European stage, unfortunately. I'm sure there's been a lot said about it, a lot of focus on how we're going to set up. So I'm feeling that the team would have learnt a lot and I'm pretty sure that they're going to be up for it. I reckon the team will be the same as us. You know, they'll, they'll be looking forward to a, a packed house, you know, the opportunity to go to the next round. And um, I don't know, uh, there was something that really pissed me off, right? I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see their manager on the on his presser? It was, no. on, it was on the news. He got asked a question, who was under pressure? It was about pressure. Is, is, is Rangers under mere pressure or are Malmo under mere pressure? And he turned around and said, well, let's be honest, they need the money. So I think that answers that question. And then, and then, and then he got asked, "Do you want to elaborate on that?" He said, "Here, lads, we don't need to elaborate on that. You know exactly what I'm talking about." So, so that's the sort of shit. So he's been watching the Celtic that, Thunder. That's exactly what that prick said. He came out and he said, "Well, uh, they need the money, don't they? So they're under mere pressure. We're under pressure because we need money. That's basically what he's saying. That's the manager of Malmo. So I'm just about to say, fucking get it right, Rooney. And I hope I'll be saying that again in a couple of days." Policies, Aiden for that call's coming for you again. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes of madness, the policy sex tape. <laughs> be two minutes of negativity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get well, that right. That traffic in the way home. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I actually put um, on my Facebook uh, thing this. Uh, I've just turned fifty this year, and um, I'm afraid that all the sponsored adverts on Facebook have now become more sort of elderly, shall we say. And I got one for fucking Viagra. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I got one for mail and content and stuff this morning. I'm like, this is just, this is fucking outrageous. I'm going to delete my fucking Facebook twats. Me, that's just following Rangers into the that's funny, Yeah. Um, Johnny Belfast wants me at the Geo talking because he's the only one I can understand. <laughs> Scott, Scott can do it now as well. Go ahead, Scott. Oh. Do it. <laughs> hey, I'm fluent in the old Narnar now. Geo. Ginger Alex. Geo, remember, um, Jody likes your accent. See, with this husky form of Ulster accent this evening. <sighs> Hope Jody's not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave a few new voicemails for her later. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I so policies tomorrow. Or we'll, we'll day. What we'll do is collectively we'll give viewers our team together collectively, who we think the Battle Fever podcast would pick right as a team. So policies goalkeeper for the morrow has got to be McGregor, Alan McGregor, isn't it? Mm. Uh, end the object to Alan McGregor. No. 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 I, I wouldn't fucking object to Alan McGregor either because no fuck it. Um, <laughs> right back, <laughs> sure I've got to go with James Tavernier, the captain, obviously. Connor Goldson would be a given. Phil Hollander or Leon Balligan because Leon Balligan's back. Big Phil. Phil. I was expecting I was expecting Balligan to play against Dundee United. So was I. However, I don't expect him 
I don't expect to land it to be dropped. No, I thought he would have maybe arrested him for this game, but mm-hmm. I fully expect to land it to start. Mm-hmm. Snagsy, a lander. Yep, 100%. Definitely. There can be and only obviously, one. Obviously, we have Borna, Borna Barisic at left back. The midfield probably where it's going to be a wee bit more contentious because you've got your suspension to Kamara. Um, Lundstrom, for, he was great in pre-season. He's kind of started a wee bit shaky and people are questioning him um, a wee bit. Scotty Arf came in for this for a game in Sweden. The Scotty Arf came in. To, well, obviously, we're expecting Davis to be in that holding role yeah. in front of the back four. So who's the two, in your opinion, Paul, that's going to, um, going to be either side of Stephen Davis? Um, that's quite a tough one. It's either going to be Arfield, Arfield or Hadji, and I reckon you have a rebo. think so. Baz, do you agree with that, disagree with that? I reckon it'll be Arfield, Davis and a rebo. That's what I think. That's what I would go with. I said that in the time if it was that chat. But I think it'll be Arfield Davis and Aribo. Joe, any, any? No, no. I, I think I think he's right. I just I, I sometimes think the gaffer can be a wee bit stubborn when it comes to new signings, and maybe maybe Lundstrom would would feature, and then. But I don't know. I don't know. I think I think he sort of the fact that he hooked him um, after sixty at the weekend there shows you that he's maybe thinks that he's not just quite up to speed with the game up, up over there yet. So hopefully, but I think you're right. I think it would go with that midfield as well, mate. So you just to cut lunch from a bit of slack here, right? I know he's he, he's kind of became the whipping boy for the past couple of me, uh, you mm. know, and he's been he's been getting a wee bit of negative press or whatever and a bit of stick for winning support, which happens. However, the guy's just come in the door and mm. he's still trying to get up to speed with the you know the system and the team and how we play. I mean, you got to remember, Paul Nabarisic came in. See his first year. See at the end of his first right. season, he was pretty much getting told he could go and find another club. Mm. So it, it sometimes just takes players slightly longer. Now, I know we don't have that luxury here in Scotland. Players are expected to hit the ground running. And, you know, it doesn't always happen, unfortunately, but I'm pretty sure he'll come good. He just needs a bit of time. And you can see that he's, he's almost sometimes hesitant. That it, 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 Against, I don't know why I started. I mean, <laughs> uh, against Dundee United, it looked as if he was almost incautious. Like he was trying to play it back or he was doing the, the easy thing rather than trying to penetrate. So I think it will come with, with time. I just feel that, you're right, he's had a couple of games. We've got a rebel fit now. So I fully expect to see him coming back into the fold. Snags, is it a case spot with Lundstrom that he's, he's maybe, he needs to needs to learn how, how we play, our setup, mm. what's expected of him in that role? Because obviously that, that role where he's playing the new is something that allows Tav to bomb on because him covering Tav usually, you know, Ryan Jack does it effortlessly. Is it, it'll take time for Lundstrom to actually, I'm not saying he's stupid, but it'll take time for him to actually get into that way of thinking, you know, in our team. I think, I think Baz summed it up pretty, pretty perfectly, to be honest, in terms of, um, you know, he is, he is adjusting and, and if you watch the game back, you can see that he's acting on his instructions, but I think the, 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 the main problem isn't he just that he's kind of, you know, he's, he's lacking that time. I think, when you've got a player who's a natural box-to-box midfielder and you take that away, it kind of nullifies part of his game. Do you know what I'm saying? And although he was he was there to cover the fullbacks, I don't think we're using him to the best of his abilities. And I would I would like to see a change in how we do that. Um, and I think if we do that, then we'll see a different John Lundstrom. Gio, is it a case of maybe taking the shackles off him a wee bit more? Hundred percent, mate. We're seeing we're seeing flashes and glimpses of him um, in pre-season, and he and he did when he when he had that bit of freedom and that bit of um, what's the word? He he didn't have that sort of 
yeah, he took his shackles off him. He didn't have that sort of pressure on him as such. He just wanted to go out and play. And I think he was just playing his natural game. And like Snidey said there, I think he's probably just trying to fulfill a role via the instruction. I agree 100% with what Baz was saying. You know, the guy's only in the door and, and you don't become a bad player overnight. You know, I think he's a good, solid quality sort of Premier League player. But I think for me personally, I think he's probably going to be a wee bit similar to Stephen Davis. And obviously at the minute, we're just trying to find a role for them both because we need Davis so much because he is yeah. so influential. But I think as the season goes on, we might see Davis just sort of dropping out a wee bit and Lundstrom picking up that role for for us as well. But no, I, I think you, I think he will come good. I think, it, you know, you're, you're talking about, a, like Snidey said, a, a solid, really good box-to-box midfielder. And once he learns our system and we learn how to utilise him, we're going to have a cracker on our hands. Yeah, Andrew Bluebells agrees with policies and that Hadji should be in the middle. Um, with, with a killer pass, um, he, he break the lines. You'd expect man what he come and defend, you know, resolutely and try and nick something on the break. And then, uh, I mean, they've got something to hold on to anyway at 2 1. But if they nick a goal at Ibrox, it'll, it'll make it obviously extremely difficult for Rangers. Um, so he, he agrees with you, and I can see the logic in that um, totally. And it wouldn't surprise me to see Yanis Hadji in there uh, tomorrow. The only thing is, I don't know if you then curb. Hadji's kind of ability to go into the final third a wee bit and I know that sounds stupid because our midfielders they get forward but I don't know the whole thing of covering Tav is going to be important tomorrow in a European game and no losing that goal and I don't think we can leave that space open because Stephen Davis as great as he is he is getting on um, and you can't expect him every week to be covering that area of the park you know we need somebody else there protecting uh, James Tavernier when he goes forward as well um, but it wouldn't surprise me to see Hadji there um, Arfield Sorry, Snag Johnny, go, mate. No, I was just going to say I would I would expect to see a wee rotation between Kent, Hadji, and Aribo. Um, aye, that's that's what I meant to say. Because um, obviously, <laughs> um, Hadji and Kent will swap sides anyway, and Aribo will push forward every now and again just to just to keep it fresh. I I would suspect. So it doesn't really matter where we say, you know, each player plays, they're going to yeah. play a crucial part in that system anyway. Yeah, and it's just as you're saying, mate. Even if Arfield comes in, Arfield goes beyond the striker. Arfield Correct. can end up at right, yeah. and Aribo drops back in. Or whatever way you want to look at it, that's the the beauty of Steven Gerrard's Rangers team is it's fluid. You know, they can they can all interchange and play in different positions, etc. And, and right. that's what that's ultimately what you need to be successful. Um, I have every faith in whatever eleven he picks. You know what I mean? One hundred percent, every faith, and I'm going to back them in the hill, and hopefully it's enough to get us to get us over the line. But going forward into a forward line, I think we would expect Ryan Kent. You now, Ryan Kent's took a lot of... Where John Lundstrom has copped a lot of flack, maybe Ryan Kent has escaped, right? Because of the credit that's in the bank for Ryan Kent, he's an excellent player. He's, you know, look at him last season, he was incredible. He hasn't beat a man, I don't think, in two games, right? And a lot of people, if you, if you go by Twitter land, are calling maybe for Kent to be dropped. Now, I think it's madness because Kent in 30 seconds can win you a game. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Ryan Kent would expect to be on the left. It's the right-hand side, depending on whether a Rebo drops back one or whether a Rebo goes there. Um, Scotty Wright can obviously come in as well. So that's I'd say that's the only area of the park maybe where there's still a wee bit of confusion because I'm sure we all expect the Buffalo to be the man leading the line. Uh, yeah, I reckon if, if Arfield starts, you're going to have a choice of either... Um, um, uh, what's this... <laughs> Hadji or right, Hadji or right. I'm just tongue tied there. Either Hadji or right will go on the right. <laughs> yeah, and obviously we've got Buffalo to the centre. And obviously, 
if he, you've also got the, the option of Yanis Adji if he's fully fit, Baz, mm. to be on that wing as well. I I totally agree. That's the the one area that that maybe needs a bit more thought. I mean, the two of them are very different players in terms of I feel that Wright gets stuck in a wee bit more. You know, he battles for everything, but I feel that. I mean, he's got a lot more pace as well, but I feel Hadji's maybe got that wee bit of quality, yeah. you know, a wee bit more quality. The killer pass, as Andrew Bluebell said, Aye. you know, it's, it's that ball into the box, it's that mm -hmm. ball through from Morelos that could, that could make a difference. But as far as Kent is concerned, I mean, it's noticeable that when he's not having a good game because, like you say, he's, he does all these outstanding things. So when he's knowing his game, it's, it's really noticeable, do you know what I mean? Uh, but he, he got interviewed last season and he says... He only needs to get lucky once, whereas defenders need to get lucky every time. I and mean, he's got a fair point. I mean, he can have a poor game for 75 minutes and then pull something out the hat. And I think we all kind of know that and we're all waiting on him pulling something out the hat and he's just never done it the past couple of games. So I'm expecting him to turn it on this game as I'm as, 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 as expecting the team yeah. to turn it on this game. Totally. And Snags, we need to put to bed this whole... And Gerard mentioned it today in his press conference and I never had time to cut up clips, clips etc. and put them onto the... The, the, the screen for us but he was asked again there's, there's, there's been accusations I think it was Matt Dingwall actually asked it but there's been accusations <laughs> that Stephen Gerrard uh, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers team cannot play in front of a crowd right fucking ridiculous if you ask me right but there's an opportunity the more in front of a packed house imagine imagine down. asking that fucking question <laughs> I mean seriously listen, a Rangers fan asking that question is outrageous do you know, do you know what Rangers, I know you'd say snaggy but see just a to, to, this is bullshit made up by people who can't accept reality and the reality was simply this Rangers were a much better team last season we blew everybody away 102, 102 points 92 goals undefeated and these people live in a fucking dreamland where they can't accept the fact that we're a better team so they create this illusion in their head that oh what excuse can we get oh but they don't like playing in front of a crowd it affected Celtic we were the worst it really affected us do you yeah. know what I mean these are professional football players have been playing playing in front of a crowd since we were probably about 8 year old it's the biggest lot of fucking Fucking bullshit I've, I've ever heard of. and he asked that question I think it's absolutely fucking ridiculous do you know what I mean totally, that's my mate. opinion totally and Snagsy the thing is as well the season we had last year and the season that obviously they had last year it would have been easier for our guys to play in front of the crowd than theirs <laughs> oh, absolutely <laughs> so, mate so it's a absolutely. fucking nonsense aye agreed so yeah <laughs> thanks mate good chat <laughs> I'm, I actually snags his help me there because we have a guest waiting in the wings to give us a lowdown on Malmo. <clears throat> now, I hope he doesn't gloat too much. Um, but welcome back to the show, uh, Lucas. Lucas, how are we? I, I take it you enjoyed uh, last week's game. Maybe no. Lucas, can you hear me? If you can hear his wave. Don't know, we'll sort that out. We'll take him out of the room, we'll sort that out. <laughs> He's doing a me because um, I took ages to answer his question. <laughs> I'll try him again in a minute. <laughs> um, let's, let's see, he's making... Lucas, can you hear me? Lucas. I don't want... Can you hear me? Nice. Oh, he right, was. I see. Something to do with his mic, obviously. Right, okay. He's muted and then he... Mm, I don't know what's happening. How do you sign you're uh, muted in, in Swedish? <laughs> yeah, it says, Let me text him. Right? Yeah, it says it says his, his mic's not connected. No, I don't know. Text him. Right. I don't know. Text him. Paul, it says you're in charge. Wow, I'm in charge. Right then. So what we're going to talk about? 
<laughs> you're in charge, Paul. Don't <laughs> try and delegate it to me. Because this is you do this all the time, Paul. When you get <laughs> in charge, you just look at me and expect me to sort it out. And then well, come on, comes back and then said, "Oh, you've done great." See, this, there. This, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's done fantastic there. <laughs> I can't believe I can't, but I can't believe his uh, snags and Scott were in orange after after, after the Saturday. weekend. I've been, I know. Yeah, Scott's wearing a vest, though, Baz. That's right. Scott's wearing a vest. You're right, mate. I. He looks like you like should be uh, off, uh, jumping in your ute to head to Bundai Beach. Who? Can I? Bundai Beach. Where's that? Bond, Bondi Beach. That's it. Bondi Beach. Bondi. That's it. Bondi. I just want to say, Baz, you, you correctly pointed out we're wearing orange, but you know Dundee United's tangerine. So. <laughs> Aye, fair point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Aye. I'm glad that was the right fucking button. I stand corrected, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies. Um, I, he's just messaged me. He's going to go out and come back in, so we'll see what happens. Um, maybe maybe that's a sign of things to come. The Swedes are not, the Swedes are not going to work when they come over here. It's They're not going to turn up. <laughs> Can he handle a crowd? Way. <laughs> Oh, bro, man. Aye, so Malmo, though, did they impress us? Did... It's hard to say did they impress us because I don't think we were very good last week, to be honest. <laughs> no, we were pretty shocking, to be frankly honest. Aye. Um, we played probably some of the worst football I've seen us play under Gerard, And um, I reckon they played probably as well as they possibly could, as I said before. Um, <laughs> it's nice, nice. I don't know about that. Uh, but no, we were we were pretty, we were, we were really poor. Uh, well, well off of it. Um I don't think they could play much better, as we alluded to last week. Totally, mate. Um, Mark, that comment actually means a lot to me because Rab seen us, but was my, one of my heroes growing up. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> I don't know that sounds weird, <laughs> but it was. I loved Rab seen us, but maybe see if Lucas knows who Rab seen us. But we'll try him again. Lucas, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> How are we doing, mate? Did you enjoy the game last week? Oh yeah, really. All along mm. up until the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> the last kick of the ball, Stephen Davis gives us a lifeline. Oh, yeah, really it is. But, yeah, with this new, uh, without the, the, the way goals rule, it's actually, uh, I, I haven't been sure if I like the new rule setting or not. But uh, but from Alma, this time it actually helps us that you <laughs> can't win on just 1-0. So, yeah. Well, listen, tomorrow, though, it's the Ibrox in front of a packed house. Um mm. You know, I've seen the Malmo goalkeeper today say that it's just another game. God, how shocked he's going to be when he walks out that tunnel tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the, how has how last week been received uh, in Sweden? Oh, it's actually been uh, very well received. As I think probably you think uh, your team did a quite bad game yeah. and that uh, we in Malmo, yeah. as we see it, did a very good game. And uh, of course, probably the... The truth is somewhere in between, but Malmo for being Malmo actually be the team that should should be better or uh, at least be on a bit higher level than than Malmo. So we're of course uh, been really happy and uh, and it was real nice until of course the last kick of the game. That uh, because if we had a two up, it would have been a, a different game now. But of course, coming to Ibrox and it will be be packed as you say. It's uh, it's the first game that. That's uh, yeah, the way that Malmo play in front of a packed stadium since um, since I yeah. think yeah, February two thousand nineteen when we met Wolfsburg in in Europa League. So so of course it it will be a different experience. But 
I think yeah, it can sometimes sound sound a bit silly with with him saying like, oh yeah, yes, another game. But of course, it's a big game to come to Ibrox and, and with a with atmosphere. I, I imagine being there, but um, but also Malmo has played in front of big crowds. Of course, you wouldn't like that, but. We played against Celtic and didn't have any problem. That of course I uh, hope that Rangers is something different. Uh, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the, th- the thing yeah. is, as well, going to going to Ibrox, our mm. players haven't played in front of a full crowd like that either since mm. March 2019. You know, yeah. 17 months um, since mm. Ibrox was packed to the rafters, and the place will be absolutely it will be rocking tomorrow night. Mm. There's no getting away for that, especially given we're two one down. Um, but Malmo will look to frustrate us in the first 15-20 minutes and try and get the crowd possibly on on the Rangers players' backs because we're not the most patient a crowd. No, exactly. I think that will be the case that Malmo really trying to to yeah make uh, make the crowd frustrated and uh, and actually try to to get them against their own team. But uh, it will be interesting because this will maybe be the first game in in a long time that actually the crowd can have an impact on which way yeah. the game is going to go and. Uh, that's interesting because that's what we want from football. Like the crowd is a part of it. So yeah. Well, I think Baz, if this game was taking place last year and we were coming back for Sweden, obviously there was only one legs in the European uh, European qualifiers last year. But if we were coming back for Sweden, we had two one defeat going into the game at Ibrox. You'd be thinking, I wish the crowd was there. Now in the media in Scotland, they're turning it to be, or oh, maybe Rangers can't play in front of the crowd. Uh, so just, you can't have it both ways. No, really, that's just it? the media. This whole whole nonsense about Rangers can he play in front of a crowd and it's the biggest lot of rubbish you know what I mean like I said professional football players it doesn't matter whether you're in Scotland or Sweden or anywhere else professional football players have been playing in front of a crowd since they're about eight years old so they're, they're used to playing in front of people and they thrive in that there's there's no football player that says oh do you know what I really don't want to play in front of people Aye. if you can't play in front of people then you're never going to be a professional football player Aye. so I don't buy into this this idea that you know, that they can't handle the pressure because there's fans there. You know, every single football player in the world will be looking forward to the occasion and looking forward to playing in front of their own fans. Yeah, Do you know what, Baz? Yeah. I think there was there was one guy that was an exception to that rule. Do you mind that John Toro guy that played for us for a wee bit? Like oh, he was he was scared of the crowds. Aye, was that, he was, was, mate. But did we get him Arsenal or something? Oh, yeah. Jaria as well. Was he no scared as well? Uh, they, yeah, they, they, was, they were scared of the crowds, mate. They were scared. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody want to ask Lucas something where we've got him on the pod? Time to get a question or anything yeah. like that. Do you think you're going to go for a defensive setup tomorrow and try and hit in the break, or do you, do you think you're going to just go try and take the game to us? I actually don't know. I think we will. Uh, in, in the first game, I thought we were going to be in a more defensive way, but of course, we really tried to control the game. Uh, and I think, of course, it's an away game, and we actually had the lead, of course. In the beginning, we will back uh, back off and back home. And but I think uh, as the the match pro- progress, of course, everything depends on on how the score is. I think Malmo will try to play their game, uh, but being on, on on playing on the counterplay doesn't. It's not that bad for Malmo because with like Velko Bermansovic and those kind of really fast players, it could actually be be a good match plan uh, uh, when you're when you're away from home. Was there anybody in the Rangers side in the first leg, and albeit we were pretty poor, but was there anybody in the first leg for the Rangers team that, that stood out that Malmo will have to look out for tomorrow? Oh, um, yeah. I I was uh, at the stadium, of course, uh, and I, I saw the game, but uh, yeah, when you, when we, it's been so long since we played in Europe, in Europe, so we actually only have 
like focus on your own, you know, because we yeah. actually played better than we thought we were going to play. But but I, I thought that there were there were some uh, some interest. Of course, um, uh, Scott uh, Scott Davis, right, the one who uh, scored in the Steve Davis, yeah. Uh, Steve yep. Davis, sorry, sorry. Uh, yep. Yeah, I think he played uh, played a good game and also showed like really uh, really how to. To behave in this kind of big games and step forward when you when you are a senior and an older player to really guide your team to uh, to keep yeah. the faith and I think two one of course with it, with the old system would have been an even better result but still it's a good result to to get in an away game when when you're being that down and don't have your best day as Rangers didn't have. Have you ever heard of someone called El Buffalo? El Buffalo, no. Yes, Sorry. Alf, Alfredo Morelos. Oh, yeah, Alfredo Morelos. Uh, I've heard and read about, but uh, <laughs> I didn't get the nickname. Yeah. There, there is a will Buffalo, be back tomorrow, right? There's, there's mm. a Buffalo about to be unleashed, which the Rangers mm. fans are very, very happy about. Um, and we'll see how he goes against the Swedish defence because I think we've seen enough that we can hurt them, but we'll have to make sure we defend a lot better than we did in the first mm. six minutes in the second half. Of Sweden. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think if we if we if we can if we can find that um, touch and that, that, that bit of skill on the final third with the final pass, etc., and keep the back door shut, I, I honestly think Rangers will show we're, we'll show we're quality and, we'll, and we've got enough there to beat Malmo. But the problem is we've not been doing that no. <laughs> the last two or three games, and that's where the issue comes. I want to bring Snagsy in, and, and it's not to be not to be negative, but Snagsy after the Dundee United game, you were a wee bit kind of. You know, I'm I'm struggling to see where it's going to come for yeah. us on Tuesday night. Um, is the thoughts changed, mate, after the the games kind of passed now and, and emotions have maybe calmed down? No. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> no, no. And in all seriousness, Scott, you know, it's it's very much we have to come out the blocks fast. And I'm and I'm talking like we need a goal in the first ten minutes to lift the crowd and lift the tie because if we don't do that then it's going to be a long, long night for us, I think. And uh, obviously, judging from what we've seen at, at, at the weekend, it doesn't look encouraging. However, a packed Ibrox and a, a slightly different lineup with better attacking options um, may well change things. So, like I say, it's key. It's key that we get that first goal um, to kind of spur us on. And then uh, it's anybody's tie then. Gio, is there anything that you can... You can kind of add to that, mate. Yeah, Obviously, it was, wasn't it wasn't great on Saturday, but listen, yeah. a different different kettle of fish tomorrow. Yeah, Lucas, just just a quick one, mate. I I, I noticed the the body language of the players last week when Stephen Davis scored, and and as much as the Rangers players were were overjoyed, I didn't notice how how the impact of that goal hit hard on the Malmo players. Did you did you see that yourself? Did you feel it in the stadium? Did you feel like like it was an opportunity missed if if, if you'd have kept it a two 0 yeah, it really felt that it was an opportunity missed. And of course, Malmo in the past, when playing in Europe, has been on the other side of that kind of kind of game and scoring in the in the last last minute, and uh, and really then have taken to their home uh, stadium and then crushed uh, crushed opponents as we did with uh, Salzburg uh, two two times around when uh, when scoring a late away goal. But um, <clears throat> but uh, I think at the moment you were really frustrated. But offhand, we still have the lead and. And of course, with not the way go- goal in count, it's still uh, all the scores that's just uh, we, we still have the upper hand because we, with a draw or a Malmo win, we we will uh, progress. And the Rangers has to win by two goals, uh, yeah. or it will be uh, penalties and uh, of course extra time. So, yeah, 
Um, Lucas, hmm. going into tomorrow, is there any kind of team news for Malmo? Is MD coming back? They maybe missed the first leg. MD struggling for the second leg. No, I think I think we will play more or less uh, the same players because uh, as I, we talked about last time, we had a discussion on how we're going to uh, to play the game if we were going to play three at the back or four at the backs because we we mixed so much with with not having a left back in the squad uh, and uh, and it really worked with this uh, three four three formation that we played last time with uh, and I think we will probably play play the same with with those kind of wings with uh, Son Rex and uh, Ewing Ibaget that really will run for 90 minutes uh, on each flank. And and then, of course, uh, hope uh, Bermansevic, uh, Christiansen and uh, Cholak will will do it in the, uh, in the offensive part. So uh, I think there will not be so much change. We, we played a quite bad game on, the, on Saturday against... Um, uh, let's see who did we play against. <laughs> uh, it, it was a null-null game, zero-zero uh, to. Um, oh yeah, I really stand still in my head. It was, it was so bleak. The oh, we played a uh, hamster, hamster Beko, um, uh, and it was yeah, uh, a team in the in the lower part of the uh, league. So, um, but yeah, it felt like even if we uh, really rotated, so uh, it was almost we rotated the whole starting eleven. But still, it felt like everyone's mind was on this game. So it it was nice to just have that that game. Uh, yeah, it was what it was. It was one point. It was okay. And now, full focus on uh, on Rangers. Uh, and hopefully, yeah. we'll do a great game tomorrow. Look, as your side, obviously, we're the first team to beat Steven Gerrard's Rangers team in a, a European qualifier. So, you know, kudos for that because that's... That is a huge, you know, there's been Galatasaray, etc. last year that tried and, and failed. So it's huge for Mamo that. Um, thank you very much for coming on the thank podcast, you. mate, um, a second time. Uh, this I didn't wish you all the best last week. Um, I'm going to wish you all the best this week. So all the best, mate, and may the best team win. Yeah, same to you. Bye. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers. See you later, Lucas. Right. See you, Lucas. The best team as long as it's Rangers, of course. <laughs> There's only one man, one man from Malmo I want celebrating tomorrow night, and that's Philip Hillander. Correct. Here's a wee advert of our sponsors. Imagine a world with no cold calling. A world where companies don't sell your data to other companies who want to pester you. At G4 Claims, we don't cold call, and we don't buy a single lead from data companies. Oh, and if you're due any compensation from your car accident, you pay nothing to us at all. For full accident management support, including motor replacement, repairs, and personal injury compensation claims, just search G4 Claims today for help the way you want it. <laughs> Thanks very much. That was message. Our sponsors, G4 Claims, and of course, we're also sponsored by uh, KJ Here, who supplied me this beautiful top? Look. It's beautiful, Ooh. isn't it? It is, yeah. Some of the retro shots are incredible, aren't they? They really are, mate. They're beautiful. Um, they do vest as well for you, mate. Know the way you like a wee vest. <laughs> <laughs> That's shite. I don't like vests. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the fucking lights nah, off. Mate, <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> who's tomorrow's ref? Andrew Bluewell says, um, I'm unsure, mate, and um. Call him in it. Kevin Kevin Clancy. <laughs> and I don't I don't care. I've actually tried um to get Mike McCurdy go out on the part of the morning ref it because if you're at a live show, you'll see we will definitely win. Fact. 
Um, is there anything then, looking into tomorrow, mate, is there anything? <laughs> buried, by the way. That's what you'll yeah, be, buried. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Slavo Vincic, the referee. There you go. Snags it. Man on the, uh, finger on the Where's pulse he from? there. Where's he from? SVN. Uh, Slovenia, I think that is. Slovenia? Yeah. Slovenia. And assistant nice. referees, Tomas Klasnik and Andras Kovacic. And fourth the show is David Smack. He'll <laughs> oh, go on well in government. You'll be fine. And it, do, it doesn't really matter. Let's face it, because the twelfth man is David Schmack. The tw- there you go. The tw- big smack. Big smack. The twelfth man will make all the difference. Yeah, uh, and they will. We will, because we'll be there. We will. Yeah, we are a people. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Baz, is there anything that changes your mind after talking to Lucas there? They, they can't, the way I, I get a, it comes across to me is they can't believe that they won that game. I can't week. believe it. They can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it. We can't. We can't. Nobody can believe it, Lucas. We're on the same boat. We all agree on that. But we cannot believe it. I don't, it doesn't change my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, they're obviously very well organized. They're a decent team. I just think that we're going to see a different animal tomorrow night. In terms of we're going to see a buffalo, we're going to we're definitely <laughs> going to see a different animal. And uh, do you know what? It doesn't matter. I mean, I know their two centre backs are massive, two big guys, but the buffalo is going to bully the two kids. He's yes. going to slap them about. He's going to drag them over the pitch, and we're going to see something special tomorrow night. It's going to be like Braga, you know, when we overcame the odds at Ibrooks, <laughs> uh, we were getting beat, came back, mm. won the game, and that's exactly. Didn't have any trouble playing in front of a crowd that night. Didn't have any trouble playing in front of a crowd that night. No. Uh, so that's I'm expecting it to go down the same route. I, I agree with what Baz said. But Lucas said he almost like we couldn't believe how well we played. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just like a disciple, but we, we can play like this. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what I said earlier on. They can't play any better. No. We can't play any worse. And I think as a, the experience in, in delivering on this occasion, Alfredo Morelos has done it yep. for us in qualifiers. He's took us to major, you know, in the group stages of, of competitions. He will be key the modern night deal. Huge for the, for the Rangers team. Massive, mate. I, th- I think more than anything, the, the players will be hurting. I think the players w- will be hurting bad and, and at the fact that I, uh, how good they were last season and all of a sudden they're getting this wee bit of criticism and I think we'll get a massive reaction, but it, it, it's just brilliant to see the buff back, isn't it? I just, you know what? I, I love all the other guys. We've got options up front and they, they all offer us something different, but, you know, when you want somebody big to step up for you, you, you know, he's the man. He definitely is. Do you know, this is going to prove as well, but we've, we've spoke about the depth in this team. And obviously we get a bit Balligan that was out, Kamara was out, you know, the Buffalo wasn't there, uh, Ruth. So this this is going to prove that, you know, how good the the depth is in this team. Yeah. But see at that point you make though, Baz, that's, that's important because as I said at the top of the show, the rust and no having the competitive games under my belt is evident to see. But also you take Kamara, Ruth, Glenn Kamara, Joe Rebo for last week, um, you know, in Buffalo. That's four huge players that led us mm. to 55 at a canter. You take that out of that team and that, you know, the, the attacking progress in that alone, and you see just how, even even you go back to Balligan at centre-half as well, played his part last mm. year, that's huge mm. to your team. You know, you can't just take that out and then expect it to be Aye, then you, had, then you had then you had you getting taken off early as correct. well, and then Ryan Jack unavailable. C- correct, so mate, correct. There is some massive players that, like you see, made a massive contribution to fifty five that weren't available, and this just goes to show the the depth. Our time will tell when it will mm-hmm. show the depth, but I, I'm feel, I'm feeling pretty confident that it will. 
I suppose that's where the kind of the sadness and the disappointment where the Lundstrom performances in, in Sweden, in particular him and obviously on Saturday, comes into that snagsy because you lose Kamara, but you think, right, but John Lundstrom, he's looked good in pre-season, he'll go in there, but it shows you the difference between your competitive matches, even if it's a pre-season friendly against Real Madrid, your competitive match against Malmo, against Dundee United, it's a totally different ball game. That's where it matters. You need to stop giving me all the negative stuff, by the way. I just noticed you did that again there. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Well, <laughs> cease, would you? <laughs> well, it's not it's not it's not it's not just coming to you for your thoughts, but just before we come to you, I just want to burn your face for 10 minutes with some comments here. <laughs> oh, fucking wait a minute, man. But anyway, I want to draw your attention to this headline. I'm going to totally disregard your, your, your question there. The, the headline is Vindicated. Who is Belgium versus Italy's referee Slavko Vincic, Euro 2020 ref, released without charge after prostitution and drugs raid? So, Sets up for a quite interesting tie, does it? No, he'll begin doing Govan Hill before the first <laughs> one again. I was just going to say, did, did the lap in Glasgow again tonight? <laughs> he's busy, mate. He's very busy. Let's just put it like that. But um, he seems to be a decent referee, so I think we'll be all right. Callum, you're right, mate. It was a canter to 55. It was a fucking it wasn't even a, it was a wee, it was a wee jog, just a wee jog, as Manello says. Just a wee jog, that was all it was. Today, when Lucas was speaking, yes. Did anybody else just focus on Snagsy changing his backdrop every few seconds? There was a point where Ryan Kent came up and I was just dying. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, he's not doing this, do you, lads? Kent, Barrelos, I know. I want, I want Hadji to give me a wee cuddle. I'm feeling a bit fucking down here, you know what I mean? Just Scott gave me all the negative shit. And then he gets this guy on who just sounds like he's depressed all the time. Fucking sweet. You know what I mean? I did, so, I did, so I did notice when you put the Alfred and Morelos one up and doing the, the salty thing. It, you were standing, it looked like his arms, his arm was your arm. It was, it was kind of weird. He <laughs> was too close. I couldn't get it in, so I changed it to, to Hadji. <laughs> Sorry, Snagsy. Who's going to win it for us tomorrow, mate? Who's going to be the man that steps up? Sticks a ball in the back of the net, makes a difference, creates chances. Don't say we're not going to win. It's not a fucking sing it's not a singular man job, mate. It's a team, it's a team job. We need the team to step up. We need the team to ignite the chemistry that we know they have and love and fire it all angles at every fucking orifice at every Malmo player that's going. Do you know what I'm saying? I want that's flames. Team, that's team top. Every orifice. I want to hear that scouse fire the love out of every orifice. I want flames. I want excrement. I want urine everywhere. I want fucking bodies on the pitch. You know what I mean? Headless. That's what we need. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> exactly. That's what we need. That's fine. Right, we're going to take these just five minutes just to just to promote our Patreon website. Baz, what can we get through Patreon? What can I, where does our money go? Well, do you know what? Let's forget about what you can get. Let's talk about what you can do, right? <laughs> Every single penny. We're talking £2.50 a month. But half a pint, you know what I mean? And every penny of that, 100% of the monies, the proceedings, the cash, the coins, the wonga, <laughs> and a bunch of other names that mean exactly the same thing, all goes to the Rangers' former player benevolent club who do amazing things for former players that might be struggling or just need a wee bit of help. That charity does that. So that's where the money goes. What can you expect to get in return for your £2.50? Well, you get a lot more content, you get a lot more videos, and I believe you get match reports, player blogs, blogs, ratings, a documentary stats, that was hosted by your friend self last week. That was, that was tremendous too. 
there's going to be a lot of that. And uh, I believe it also gets you at the front of the queue. Correct. That you're, that you're going to Ooh. talk about. Yes. Tomorrow at nine o'clock, our tickets go on sale on Patreon for the Battle Fever podcast, Ibrox Takeover. So the 3rd of December, yes! we are rocking down yes! to the Ibrox suite and we are going to do a show, a Christmas show, if you like. A chance for us all to have a laugh, have some have some merriment um, with some with some beers and whatever else you want to drink. Um, yes, and then you'll get into that. If you sign up to our Patreon tonight, nine o'clock tomorrow, you'll get early access to those tickets. If the 100 go on Patreon tomorrow, they don't go on sale on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever else you want to know the day after. They stay in our Patreon site because that's it. They're gone. They're, they're absolutely gone. So if you want a ticket for that, the only way or the best chance of getting a ticket for that, because I do think they'll go quick, has to be um, through our Patreon site. What so. date is this? What date is the gig? The 3rd of December. What a way to start the Christmas build-up, eh? Towards the end Baz, of the year. Baz, think about I it, was, illegal to one then. Amazing. I was just thinking, I was just going to say exactly the same thing. I'm flying over. I'm coming over for that one. And Amazing. That, what, I mean, what a, what a way to start your Christmas. Most places... What a way to start the out. Christmas. The league will be Most over. Places, won the league yeah. be then. Exactly, mate. Exactly. But, I mean, but, think about how many places are booked out at Christmas. This is a chance to have a proper, proper Christmas shindig in the home of exactly. the 55 and soon-to-be 56 champions. Champions. Get I, yourself there. It's going to be a fucking awesome night. I understand Santa Claus is making a visit in all Scott. I, I think Santa Claus might be making um, a visit um, on the night, yes. He might also have a red and yellow card. Yeah. Because Mike McCurry. And many, many good stories. <laughs> we'll be back. And the, re- <laughs> and the reason why Mike McCurry's coming back is because, we, apart from the fact we love him, but the, the, the feedback from Mike McCurry appearing in our first live show in July 16th in the War Office in Motherwell was frightening. His stories were incredible, mate, mm. weren't they? Um, he was so funny. Him and Bob bounced off each other. Bob Malcolm they bounced off each other. Great. Um and as I said last week, or as I said on Thursday in the Bears Corner, all the money goes to the the Rangers former players benevolent club, who do incredible work for our, our players, our ex players who are in need, um, whenever they're in need, medically or whatever. Um, as I said, pay funerals, etc. It's incredible the work that they do. And really, guys, if you can give two pound fifty a month, enjoy a laugh with us. But really, that's the that's the silly side of it. The serious side of it is. You're helping former players who we have grew up and, and absolutely idolised throughout the years who are now, um, obviously, and they didn't get paid the amount of money that the players do. You, know, you, you look at Messi's breakdown of his contract in Barcelona and a million pound a month and all this stuff for a week or whatever it was. Players didn't get that back then, you know, and, and, and now they're looking for us now to help out. And um, as a podcast, we're only proud to play a small part in that and helping them. And I hope that you guys outside, outside watching this can actually um, contribute to that and help us out because we would like to raise a lot of money for them. So thanks Scott, very much. Am I, am I right in thinking that they helped Rod Wallace and Big Scott Nesbitt recently as well? Yep. Yep, yep mate. Yeah. They did. Two smashing, players, two smashing players for us. So, I mean, that's that's fantastic that the money goes to help such great icons and great players who have, who have done so well for us in the past. But... Yeah, I mean, obviously, and obviously, a lot of the money that we raise from the from the Christmas night as well is going to go towards that, which is fantastic. So, yeah. worthwhile cause. And the the content is improving. I've been talking to Snags the all day about um, certain things that's coming down the line. I've been talking to other people, Cheeb, um, about things that's coming down the line as well. So, 
there's, there's tons to come on it. We're only at the start of this journey uh, and we hope by the end of the year we'll have a hell of a network up and running that is creating very good content and also um, earning a lot of money for a worthwhile cause that we are all passionate about. So thank you in advance if anybody takes us up on this. We appreciate it. We really, really do. Um, back to tomorrow night. What has to change for Saturday policies? What has to change? Saturday wasn't great, so where do we rectify it? Belief. They have to have more aggression. Um, just basically that. They have, they have to believe that they can do it. They have to have more aggression getting about them. Um, you know, I, mean, I think you mentioned Ryan Kent earlier on. Um, you know, he was beating players for fun last season. He looks like he's struggling with that now. He looks like he's overthinking things. He's, well, try, he's trying I, to... Sorry to interrupt you, mate. Can I, can I just... Say something right, see yeah. the belief thing. Yeah, I reckon it might be the exact opposite. I reckon maybe there was too much belief. Like maybe they, they think they're going to show up to Dan Tanadice and win. Do you know what I mean? They just need to show up. So maybe these poor results are just to be kick up the ass that we need to bring ourselves back down to a level, you know. But you're right about the aggression. I just, I, I, I mean, it's personal opinion, but I felt maybe there was a bit too much belief and they, they thought they're just going to show up and win. I thought we we're far too passive at times. And uh, trying, trying to, as I say, trying to overthink things, trying to overplay things. You could see that um, Ryan Kent, you know, he's, he used to go past players for fun. Now he's, he's it's almost like he's taking that touch too much. Do you know what I mean? It's, he's, over, he's overthinking it, and it's just, it's not coming off, and he's getting frustrated. Um, like like on um, Sunday, um, Saturday, sorry, went into the box, just shoot, bloody shoot, you know, try to pass it into the blooming net. You know, try to, it's just been overcomplicated. But have, have I say okay? Have belief. That it, just take a shot from inside the box and have belief that it's going to go in. If it doesn't, you're going to get a, it's going to get a ricochet. You could get a rebound. Anything like that. Just don't overcomplicate things. Just be bloody aggressive and go for the jugular. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Baz Antiatra. I know it's just before you day, mate. Murray O'Donnell had says there. Baz promote this the pledge more button because <laughs> there is a pledge more button that people can decide what they pledge. Oh, but two pound fifty is your bare minimum. All right, I didn't know that. Apparently, there's a pledge mode button, and for some reason, I have to, to do it to see it. Murray <laughs> asked me. No, listen, I get told to do it. I'll do it, right? <laughs> Don't need any help, mate. So, there's a pledge mode button. If you're feeling generous and you feel 250 isn't enough and you want to help the players, then hit that pledge mode button and pledge whatever you can afford or whatever you'd like to pledge. There, is that good enough? That was good, mate. I like that. Uh, that was your Marks and Spencer's voice again, wasn't it, mate? That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to promote. <laughs> <laughs> Gio, where do you see it going tomorrow? How do you see us managing to overcome this 2-1 deficit? Do you know what? I, I just, just picking up on what the, the lads were saying there, last season we, we had a kick in the balls when it came to the Livingston away game. And and for me, I think the weekend there was kind of going the same. And and I think the players will have got a massive kick in the nuts from it. I, I genuinely think we're going to see a completely different animal tomorrow night. Um, I don't. Uh, to me, this team looks like Kilmarnock. You know, the the three big centre backs kick the ball up. They obviously play a wee bit of football, but you know, I'll be manager. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm just distracted now by his fucking pledge. 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 But you But you know what, mate? I think I think you know. I I I, I'm, I would love us to get a wee early goal first 15, 10, 15 minutes and then it'll settle the players down and they'll just find the rhythm. But I just, you know, I think I think because the crowd's been missing for so long, I just think they'll roar them all the way through. And I, and, and I could see us, if, if we get one, I could see us going on to get three or four. And I, uh, I mean that. Yeah. So is that your, is that your, 
Your prediction, 5 0. Well, I'm. I'm going <laughs> 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 to just put you in the spot there, mate. Uh, no, I, no, do you know what? I'm going to go for three. I'm going to go for three. Three sounds good to me. Snagsy, what's your prediction, mate? Whatever you do, don't predict six. It's a fucking kiss of death, mate. Kiss of death. <laughs> um, no, I, I I tend to agree with the three now. I think that's I think that's a that's a reasonable ask um, for the for the task in hand. And just to just to quickly touch on what Paul it's was saying about Ryan Kent um, there. I think what what we what is really important to realise is that is that Malmo, whilst there are a level of opposition, you know, which which is technically below us in terms of um, you know quality and achievements, they have a very very effective um, pressing system, and I think that showed versus Kent. They doubled up and they pressed him really well, so he had nowhere to go. It limited his time on the ball and you know shortened his options very very sharpish, and I think that's why he found it so difficult. So it's easy to kind of you know say he needs to find a way to play around it. Yes, he does. But also we as a team need to find ways to make that able to happen for him. Do you know what I mean? And that's key mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, we need to face up to that press. We need to up the tempo. We need to you know, create the traps. We need to pounce them. We need to over the top. We need to get him behind um, and just wash the fucking floor with him. And that is crucial tomorrow. And if, and if we don't do that, then we might as well kiss this Champions League goodbye. But we won't, I tell you, because we're all going to hit that pledge button. <laughs> That's, got <me. laughs> That's got me going again. So it has. Potsies, could I ask a huge favour of you? And it's very unprofessional. Yes. Could you host the show, please? My back teeth are fucking floating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, by the way. That's two cans of iron brew doing, and I'm ready to. That's bad. Wait, the seats, can, man. Can I, can I, no, I, was, I was wondering what the sloshing noise was. I thought it was back at sea there, and the ocean wave. You know what I mean? It's a. <laughs> What does that even mean? Back teeth are floating. I don't even know. I've never heard that one before. You need to piss that much. You're, you're filling up from the inside and your back teeth are floating. Right, okay, okay. Right. Uh, okay. Have you had that before? No. That's no. no, our typical West Coast of Scotland thing. Glasgow in the West. That's what there's Glasgow in the West. So, right, right, Paul, you're hosting. Come on. All right, Baz. Move along. Move along. Get into the, the proper seat, mate. I think I'm doing the button. Press the bloody wrong one. What, so what's your, what do you reckon your score is going to be in the world, Baz? Well, I'll tell you what I hope, and I'll tell you what I think, right? I hope we win 2-0 by 90 minutes, but I've got a bad feeling <laughs> we're going to win 1-0 by 90 minutes, and then it's going to go into extra time, and then it's going to go into the second half of extra time. And then we're going to score our second goal. And I really don't want that because my nerves can't handle that shit. I'm not really good with penalties and extra time and all that sort of stuff. And look, I'm a cool, cool, collective, calm individual, as you very well know, Paul. It seems. Absolutely. Um, but either way, I expect us to go through to the next round and I hope we do it 2 0 within the 90 minutes. Well, I hope it doesn't go to extra time. Because I'm an old man now, and I'm, it's an eight o'clock kickoff. If it goes to extra time, I won't be home until like half past eleven, quarter to twelve. I'm usually tucked up in bed with my Horlicks by then. You're in your bed by then. Aye, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think um, I don't want to predict a score, and I'm not going to predict a score because I've done it <laughs> twice so far this season. What a loser. And it's not worked out very well for us. All I'm going to say is we are. I predict we will win, and we'll win by enough to take us through within ninety minutes. I'll take that. Be happy with that. I just, um, I'd like to point out a comment uh, by SharpDev. Hello, SharpDev. Miss you, friend. I hope you're well. Um, you're looking beautiful from the last photos exchanges that I've seen of you. He mentions, aye, 
I would just like to congratulate his his uh, his um, ergonomic knowledge there. Talking about phalanges, which is actually bones in the foot. Very good. If you nice. didn't know, by the I'm way, I didn't know that. That guy impresses me more and more each day. Love him. By the way, he's actually um, obviously part of the podcast as it talks Scottish football, um, and they use this studio as well. And he knows Ryan, who I take it was the person that fucked up the buttons here. <laughs> sort it out, chap. They've sorted mm. fucking out, friend. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a script here, man. It's a script. Did I wash my hands? I certainly did. <laughs> the word I was looking for, by the way, that... was musculoskeletal, which is why I was taking ages to answer, but then I just went with, ag- with ergonomics because it was easier. <laughs> I would that... have went with that as well. That content Thanks, is on our that content's on our Patreon site. What's that? You washing your hands? <laughs> <laughs> Sharp devil kick his balls, don't yeah. worry. Yeah. Good man. Yes. Yes. Um I'll just leave the buttons red, white, and blue for you to laugh at him as he comes in as well. Aye, so Baz, did you give a prediction? Yes. I did give a prediction, yes. I, pr- I predict that we're going to go through. I was I was saying there, I hope that we beat them within the 90 minutes. I want it to be 2-0 within 90 minutes, but I just have a mad feeling it's going to be 1-0 within 90 minutes and it's going to go into extra time. I'm only kidding on, we're going to fuck them, yes! <laughs> Here, did we finish? Uh, we, we got our defence and midfield. Did we do our front three? No. We did, did we? We did. We did, we did. We did. Yeah, no, we did we? And we did fucking Haji or right? All right. No, you made that up. You made that up. All I see is get tongue tied and says right on the right and then get tongue tied. He did. He's like right, right, Haji. On the right. And then my head done exactly what Ben Snags has done. So we did. Fucking some lag down there, isn't it? Is yeah. Don't know. Oh That's worse than his goal. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. For, I'm going to go for three 0 us. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be um, hopeful, uh, and I'm going to. I'm going to hope that Alan McGregor in the back four keep that that back door shut, and uh, it allows us to move forward and, and get the three goals that are required to really pummel them. Agreed. Aye. Alan McGregor I, in the back four sounds like a band. I'm sorry. I'm laughing I don't think it's going to be a busy night for Tav. I know I said this the last time, it never really worked out that way. But uh, Bermansevich coming down that left flank. Obviously, Tav being your right back is going to have a busy night. So I wonder how that's going to affect him, you know, getting forward and stuff like that. So I expect a, another big night for Tav. Is, that's where the, the midfield selection comes in. Mm-hmm. It's very important because you you can't you can't force to have back, and that's what I felt as though we did. And you'd say that Baz in the Celtic game last year with the two 0 game, it, it, it never worked. They tried that. They tried to force our fullbacks, and it, it never worked. Do you know what I mean? You, at times you were leaving Kent one on one with one of their three centre halves on Morelos one on one, and that's the that's what we need to get. If we can get Morelos against them one on one, one of the big daft centre halves, we we support Arfield, Kent, whoever it may be, Aribo. It's there for us, do you know what I mean? Do you know, the, do you know the thing as well, right? See when you've got a player who's six foot five and a, a big bit of a unit. See, if you're, I, you can, I don't think you can maintain that sort of level of uh, energy for 90 minutes. I reckon after 75 minutes, a boy that size is going to start getting tired. And then maybe that's when Rangers start coming into the game, the, the latter parts of the, the game. Because I just don't think it's sustainable when you've got a guy that's six foot five, 22 stone, 
you, you can't run about for 90 minutes with that same energy on 90 minutes. There's going to come a point where they're going to start getting tired. And I think that's when Rangers will start coming into their own a wee bit. Maybe about the 75th minute, you'll probably start seeing Rangers run away for the game. I hope they can get to bed before then. Mm-hmm. But I just think come come then, you'll, maybe start, you'll start seeing that that uh, quality come through, that energy, that extra fitness come through. Because uh, I just can't see the big boys being able to run about like that for 90 minutes. No, no, true. Um, Especially when you've got the buffalo hanging off the back of you. <laughs> Snags is just stroking the manager's hand there. <laughs> Holding hands with the manager. <laughs> I love it. Rub his face, rub his wee face as well. <laughs> I, love it. Um, I think we're all a shite, to be honest with you. We'll probably wrap it up at that. All right. um, everybody comfortable with that? MD want to add anything before we shoot the cross, you say? Seems sensible. Good. There's nothing left to be said, really. What what should be said, probably, is tomorrow, no true ranger has ever failed in his tradition set him. Okay? <laughs> and what that means is, that, <laughs> what that means is tomorrow, we play as big a role as anybody that takes to the field in the blue jersey. We can't be getting on their backs. We can't be shouting and bawling like lunatics. Right? We have to support them for the 90 minutes. And the reason why we have to do that is because they've earned that, right? Um, for what they gave us last season. They've earned that. Um, yes, we've had a wee bit of, it's not even a sticky start. Listen, if we get beat last week, it happens. Um, we get beaten Saturday, it can happen as well. It's hasn't happened a lot, um, it has to be said, in the last um, year or so. It hasn't happened at all in the league in the last year. Actually, this is the first podcast we've done after, after, a, league after a league defeat. It's Shalanda's first defeat as well. Shalanda's first defeat. It's shite. I don't want that. I don't want to be doing this again. So no. get it sorted, Rangers. But the more we need to be there, uh, 52,000 strong backing them all the way, 90 minutes, 120 minutes, right any penalties if need be. Um, the most important thing is we win We win the game. And that's where we're at. Did somebody come in there? Unknown. Fuck knows. Yeah, see that comment from, from Curry Muncher there? Go and, go and stick that up. That's fine. I, I, oh, no, no, right. no, I, that's fine. So if we manage to score early, I think their arses will collapse, right? Could you imagine that? Rangers score first, right? And suddenly all the Malmo players' arses collapse. Sphincters, like, just sphincters dropping out everywhere. I can't Pro run. I can't, I can't run, boss. Like, do they just both at the match? I don't know how that works. <laughs> See, help me. Stevie's just um, invested the £2.50 per month in our Patreon. Yeah, we thank you yes. very much. Welcome, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome to the fucking madhouse. Um, and you've just invested money for a great cause, so thank you. So, hi. Tomorrow, 12th man. Let's get going. <laughs> the manager. Let's go. Thank you very much, Stephen. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> my thanks to Snacks and Geo Remote. <laughs> They must be silent now. Um, <laughs> oh, no. uh, so I'd like to just thank uh, Scott Baz and Paul. It's he's uh, live from the studio. Thanks, You're guys. Welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good to you guys, you know what I mean? Couldn't do it without you. Couldn't do it without you. Not a thing. Paul, it's C's. Thanks for coming out here, braving the elements, braving those dastardly roadworks <laughs> in traffic situations it was on the M74 M8, every road you go on. Thank you, mate. You're, you're more than welcome. It wasn't so much a roadworks state, it was the fucking thunderstorms. <laughs> Bloody I'm hell. Baz is doing his best, Marks and Spencer's, but here I come wait for the boys. 
<laughs> it never rains but it pours. And by the way, for just £2.50 a month, you're actually helping this man make it worthwhile come, to, you know, into the show. He does stuff for you. So thanks to policies for all What's the it? sacrifices. What was it you called me? Amy Highway. Amy Highway. <laughs> I'm Amy. Every night a fucking traffic report. I called you a moaning old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and you thanks as ever to Bad Bowski. We'll be back. Us three will be back here Thursday and we're hoping to have an old friend back with us. We Ooh. certainly will and I'm looking forward to seeing you Thursday and it's always a pleasure to be here. Just want to say thanks very much for everyone that's took the time on this cold, dark, no, it's not cold, it's quite warm and humid Monday evening. <laughs> Thank you. Like the buzz, love that man, love that. that was, it's all for you, Gio. It's all for you, you, buddy. Are. Not just any Cheerio, that was a buzz, buzz, Cheerio. And thanks to our viewers for watching. Thank you very much. Without you, we can't do this. So thanks very much, and thanks to everybody who signed up to Patreon. Well, everybody's saying thanks. So thanks, Rangers, to hopefully send us through to the Champions League playoff tomorrow. Gio, did your door just fall off there or something? Well, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll see you Thursday for a live Battle Fever podcast one then the base corner mm. yes Callum's back so it should be fun Aiden for that call makes his return <laughs> hashtag <laughs> keep the Battle Fever on when I was a young boy my father said to me put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.